This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Scheffler outshines them all at Augusta. I think because it's the Masters. Um, I've, I've dreamed of having a chance to play in this golf tournament. I, I teared up the first time I got my invitation in the mail. Um, we we were fortunate enough to play here in college, and you know I love this place. I love this golf course, and there's just you know if you're going to choose a golf tournament to win, this would be the tournament I would want to win. Welcome on Welcome in, on BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you on a Monday, a fun week ahead, and recapping a lot this morning with the Masters. Our reaction: Scotty Scheffler is. Your champion, which we kind of realized was happening on Friday into Saturday. We'll hit on all that. Roy McIlroy finishes second, three strokes back at seven under. Scheffler shoots a 10 under to win the Masters. Only, uh, what, four, eight, or nine. Only nine golfers actually finished under par in this tournament as the conditions, things changed as the weekend went along. Uh, We've got a great guest, Joe Osborne, later in the show. We'll get to the NBA playoffs. A lot of baseball to get to. Joe, Scotty Scheffler. He gets the green jacket. A ridiculous run this guy's been on. And I don't know why, but I just talked myself into thinking that he wasn't going to win this tournament going in. And credit to him. Uh, we all knew he was the number one golfer. As we were previewing the Masters, it was kind of it's kind of like a throwaway line where, where we can't disrespect this guy because he's on a tear. And we saw what happened to the betting market just this year in this golf season because he's been on a tear. And when you see golfers win and then the the numbers drop and those that were smart and saw how well he was playing early on in the season were rewarded handsomely. I mean, this guy opened up last April masters. They keep this up year round. Uh, Last April, he popped at 60 to one. We go to earlier this year. He was in that 40 to 50 to one range in January, 40 to one, February, 50 to one. And, and then once he started to rack up these victories, that's when it really started to drop all the way down to 16 to one at the start of the tournament. And you're right. It wasn't that close. We can talk about Rory's run that he made. And, you know, a few putts at the end made the, made the final tally of three strokes seem pretty close, but it was a much more dominant performance from Scheffler with the irons all weekend than years from now. When we look back, Oh, he won the the masters by three. Like, well, it didn't feel like he was up by three and you know, you hate to say it, but in a sense it made the weekend pretty boring. 
I thought I was so glad you said that. I stayed in this yeah. weekend. I watched it, and it was boring. I, I mean, I wanted so I was like, oh, surely on Sunday something good's gonna happen here. Um, but you know, it just there was Scotty Scheffler kind of in the mix the whole time, and it was sort of like, mm, you know, my guy Cam Smith dropped off. Rory made a late run, and that was it. I had a ton of bets that didn't hit, so that probably yeah. um, affected. <laughs> Yeah, My view of that'll the whole do thing. it. <laughs> that'll do it. Well, well, speaking of bets that didn't hit, how about the last hole for Scheffler and and the the bet? So there yeah. was a there was a wage you can make out there under two under over two seventy seven and a half for the winning score. And Scotty Scheffler would have had this if he didn't just like I don't know. I mean, just kind of kicked around the last hole there. I mean, he was up significantly. It wasn't like it mattered. Mm-hmm. There was no pressure at that point, but. He four putted the final hole, only do- double bogey of the tournament. That put him at 10 under 278, which means mm. you lost if you were on the under 277 and a half by a stroke. Imagine <laughs> watching it. I might, I might I, I just when people turned it off, right? Imagine <laughs> having, Matt, there's a private person out there who didn't bet Scheffler, but bet under 277 and a half winning score. Boom. You kind of see what Scheffler's doing. You're like, all right, this is over. He's got this. And then to four putt the last hole, <laughs> it's brutal. It was, but didn't you know, okay, nobody's going to predict a four putt, but in that situation, didn't you expect something like that? Right. At least I was thinking three putt, cause, but because it didn't matter in his mind. I mean, this guy, his first 70 starts, he had no wins, none. And I, I think that was in my head, and that was part of the reason that I didn't completely buy in on the Scheffler stuff. But credit to him, and and yeah, Aaron, uh, your bets will uh, will <laughs> skew was... how you how you view the tournament. I was I was yeah. so close on so many different things. Same. Like Corey Connors, I bet five and top five, top ten. He finished six. Okay, it was nice to get plus four fifty on the top five, but it would have been much nicer to get the top ten. I had bets on four guys to finish in the top 10 that finished 14th Fitz, nah gooch minwoo lee minwoo lee was 22 to 1 to top 10 he finished 14 mm. uh now was 9 to 1 to finish top 10 he finished 14 gooch i think i had to... yeah. maybe seven top 10 bets just one hit justin thomas mm. that's it i was it was, yeah, and he had to battle back. You know, if Justin Thomas doesn't have that Thursday, I mean, I'm not saying. And you would think the top ten is easier but, than picking an outright, and here I am swinging and missing on so many things. I, I was like, wow, this is. It was still fun, like a great experience, yeah. but dang, it was not profitable for me. I mean, you know, this and- thing flipped. I mean, Dustin Johnson finished tied 12th. I mean, th- from when we talked on yeah. Friday, this thing flipped into the weekend, the weather on Friday. And then I- I'm just – I'm amazed at how few golfers finished under par in this tournament. I mean, some yeah. there's some legitimate golfers. Joe, all the guys you picked are good golfers. They all were over par, right? They yeah. all were a-, a little bit over, right? Yeah, they had to be if they're not top 10. And, and I-, I, would- I would also add that looking at the top 10 at the end, are any of them shocking? No, no. Rory finished seven under solo second. He's got three top fives in the last five masters. Lowry played well in the wind. I think we mentioned that. Like he's one of those wind players and there he was T3. Cam Smith, uh, he fell off and that's a story because people remember how he started off on Thursday, 
but in five years, he has four top tens. Uh, Morikawa popped in a major again. And I, I hear some people criticizing him. Come on. He finished fifth at the Masters. Stop. He's got two major wins over the last couple of years, right. and he's fifth. Uh, Zalatoris, second major, was last year a fluke? No. Finished second last year, six this year. So, I mean, with all the conditions and everything, great performance by him. I mean, JT now six top tens in 10 starts. Uh, Sanjay M, 2020, was not a fluke, right? When he finished second, he was top 10. He was up there all weekend long. So you have to give him credit. He's good. He's a guy that people are now, okay, that's real. I'm going to look at him every time we're at Augusta. Mm-hmm. You have to. I mean, the way you play, yeah. I think, I think you have I to. I thought M was going to drop down quite a bit after the first round, and he stayed in the mix the whole way through. He's one of the only ones that was kind of there the whole time, right? Some yeah. Some high, then low. Yeah. He was just – Right. And even y- yesterday he was, was – he, he shot a plus three, still stayed over par. I mean, if he had a big day yesterday, he would have been right near the top if he played really well yesterday because he came in – you know, he had a plus three yesterday, still finished one under. He's had a tough at Sunday. Any, at any point, did, did anyone think that Rory was truly threatening? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No. I mean, it would have taken so much. And it would have taken Scheffler to play poorly. I I never thought he'd actually win. I kept waiting for that to happen for Scheffler. I was like, surely... And he yeah, just kept J- going. and to his credit, I mean, there is not a bigger stage than the Masters, and you have that big lead. That's hard to keep that separation throughout, and he was yeah. able to do that. Sure, uh, the Rory thing for me, uh, that that was the most predictable thing in golf. And <laughs> great Sunday, great Sunday from Rory, and people will remember that. And maybe they think uh, his time is going to be the next next Masters. I cannot tell you how many times at a big tournament I've seen Rory not really involved, not in the pack, and then, oh, when nobody's paying attention to him, nobody, there he is. What do you, what do you have, a 64 yesterday? Mm-hmm. Th- that is just classic Rory, and he's a, he's a great golfer. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he sucks. It's just I've seen it so many times that once he's out of contention, he's going to show up on Sunday when there is zero pressure as he's still looking for his Masters. Yeah, yesterday morning when I, I, I figured I was reading, someone, ESPN, uh, had an article about, is this over, right? And they all kind of said, yes, it's 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 pretty much over. Sheffield's going to win. And then all of them, uh, every panelist or, you know, person on this uh, article I was reading, they all said, if anyone's going to challenge, who is it? And it was it was Rory. I mean, of, of course it was. And he, and to an extent, he did. So he gets it to um, yeah to seven under. He, he, three strokes is what the final was, even though it really didn't feel it that close. I agree. So Scotty Scheffler is your... Masters winner. Now, those people out there that put those wild parlays in, starting with the Masters. If you have Scheffler, you're mm. you're you're feeling good, right? You're, you're into the next one, whatever that is. I, I didn't I didn't use Scheffler. That's so stupid. So dumb on my part. Like I just dismissed him for some reason. Maybe I think the biggest part is, well, in my mind, I was like, well, this can't continue. It can't. And yet he's playing well, but 
know, he barely made some top 20s in previous right. Masters. I, I just didn't think it was going to happen again. The, think about the run he's on. I mean, four wins in one season. You know the last time that happened? Four wins in one season. And it's when, April, by the way. When was it? <laughs> 2008 Tiger. You know the last time before that? 2007 Tiger. I was going to say, it's another Tiger. (laughs) You know the last time before that? 2006 Tiger. Tiger, 2005 Tiger. 2002 Tiger. 2001 Tiger. 2000 Tiger. 1999 Tiger. That's why we get nuts about Tiger. Just just him participating because we never thought we were going to see him uh, play golf again. Let's hit that angle, and then we'll uh, we'll move on to NBA's playing tournaments ready and, and some weekend thoughts for baseball. Tiger Woods. There's no surprise how this played out. Right, Aaron? He played well in the first day. And then he faded here. I think he finished, what, 40, in the 40s, 47th mm-hmm. or so. Um, obviously over par. I, I'm not surprised. And also, like, I, I still think it's an accomplishment that he came back and played the Masters. Oh I mean, the fact that yeah. he didn't finish top 20, like, who cares? I, th- I thought he played, for all things considered, well early. Yeah, I mean, considering that tragic car accident and how far he's come, I mean, I remember when the news started coming out, the rumors, oh, he could play in the Masters. I was like, come on. And he looked competitive for a little bit. I mean, it's a remarkable story. Um, Watching what CBS did, the interview with him on Sunday, um, that special that they aired uh, honoring him, it was pretty cool just to – you know, I, I find it refreshing just how he's reflecting on his life, kind of being more relaxed and um, opening up. Uh, I, I enjoyed that special that they did yesterday. I'll tell you one thing. We all nailed Joe G. And you started talking about it first. Fading Tiger late. If he makes the weekend, go against him. 78-78. On Saturday, he had two doubles. And then uh, on Sunday, he had a double on 17. So, I mean, it that was the most obvious. And I'm not criticizing him at all. It's just every – it was amazing to see him out there walking that course for four days. That was an accomplishment in itself. But, yeah, with the hobbling around – we knew. We knew. I mean, it was way too much, too soon, but good on him. Just to make the weekend was really something. And it, and it, re- it brought in a ton of people on Thursday and Friday that maybe would not have been interested. I agree. So it was fun watching him. It was fun watching Scheffler do his thing. Scotty Scheffler, your Masters champion. Uh, the baseball over the weekend. Now I feel like we're in full swing, right? We had the Thursday, Friday of it's like some teams play, some teams don't. It's, it's kind of soft opening for opening day. Uh, how about, was it Saturday? Unders 13-1-1? We had an wow. unders weekend, at least on Saturday. Yesterday were a bunch of runs scored. But it's just interesting, kind of watching it all start. It's such a long season to find trends, but like, we're just kind of starting to watch it play out a little bit. The first Saturday was a lot of unders, Aaron. I saw that. So I bet on some unders, did a just for funsies parlay. Yeah, that didn't hit. But I did hit a couple home run props with Vlad oh, Jr. and George Springer. Gosh, the value on those is ridiculous. You hit one of those. I was like, yeah, now we're talking. Now I know why the Jills were telling me I'm going to love home run props. You just do Blue Jays home run props. That just just stick on them every that, day. Well. You're yeah. gonna be like, okay, Aaron Vlad again. Yeah, pretty soon they're all gonna be only two to one. Not not too yeah. much to offer there. No, as far as Saturday, I noticed that too, and so I, I looked at it closer. I'm like, okay, was it just like complete random luck? A ton of these are very close 
to going over. And that was not the case on that Saturday with the totals going 13 and 13, one and one to the under eight of them, Joe, eight of those games were hit the under by at least three runs. So it was just one of those days when nobody was scoring. It was pretty crazy. But like, is that a trend? No, it's just a day. Everything fell that way. On uh, on yesterday, it was mostly overs, eight, six, and one to the over. On Friday, it was mostly overs, eight and four. This is what happens. It's gonna it's gonna balance out shortly. It's just a, a random day. And uh, to the start of the season, favorites twenty eight and twenty straight up. Now it doesn't mean. You're not being profitable betting underdogs with all the plus money. If you get a big one, you certainly are. In scenarios uh, like the Dodgers, what they lose two of three this weekend? Yeah, against the Rockies. Yep. Yeah. Other thing that stood out this weekend, I'm a Seiya Suzuki fan. That was that play rookie of the year. He's he's for real. He could play. Off to a good start. First home run yesterday. And um, yeah, he he's the real deal. Three seven or three for eight. His first uh, three games. I'm a fan of Seiya Suzuki. We got a lot to get to today. Joe Osborne later, and we'll dive into the NBA playoffs. The play-in tournament is set. That's next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.